Hi guys, welcome back to Do Don't Even Get Me Started. That's Jude. And that's Al. Al, what have you been up to? That's a good question. What have I been up to? Um, We have two to three more weeks of production left at work, so going to try and survive that. And uh, this month is the National November Writing Month, mm-hmm. a.k.a. NaNoWriMo, so... I'm working on a feature for that, and I'm not too terribly far behind. I have about 50 pages of a feature. Oh, shit. Okay. So, yeah, I'm proud of that. I feel proud of my work, which Mm -hmm. is unusual. Usually, a first draft is really painful for me to read back. And I'm not saying it's great, but I think that's progress for me to not absolutely hate it. And you and I saw... A movie last night called It's mm-hmm. a Wonderful Knife, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a parody. I wouldn't say a parody. It's um, an homage, I guess, or it's a take mm. on It's a Wonderful Life, which maybe I liked the movie. Maybe I would have gotten more out of it if It's a Wonderful Life was one of my favorites, but it's not one of my Christmas staples because I always found it too sad. Is I've actually never seen It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, really? Is it that storyline like, oh, I wish, and then like goes back and it's like, oh, yeah, now I don't wish. Oh, okay. Like I, you know, everyone would be better without me. And then, of course, it's like, no, it wouldn't. And I mean, Jimmy Stewart's great. He's the character who's like, I wish I wasn't <laughs> born. Oh, and, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was just always, even when it's like, oh, a happy ending, It's it was just kind of sad to me. So you'll have to watch it. And get back to me. Mm-hmm. Do you have a Christmas movie staple? I don't have a Christmas movie staple per se because I don't really watch a lot of movies during Christmas time. But now I'm getting into the Hallmark vibe of things ever since <laughs> my Skid Ulrich. Oh, yeah. Ever since then, now I'm like, you know what? Maybe I will get into like make it a new tradition. So, But we'll of see. only Hallmark movies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, whatever makes you happy. Yeah. I think I've told you before and mm-hmm. you thought we were strange about how many Christmas movies that we watch every year. And they're always the same, but it's just tradition. And um, yeah, Christmas Eve is always a Christmas carol, but there are a billion versions. So we do the Alistair Sim version. It's it's really old, black and white. Is that what they played in the... It's a Wonderful Knife? No. Oh, okay. I know. I was waiting. I was like, oh, wouldn't that be awesome? But um, it wasn't. Okay. So, but yeah, there are so many versions. And you can pick the one that best suits you and your family. So yeah, we saw that. I don't know. We've both been busy. So I feel like we have nothing fun to report on. Yes, yeah, nothing fun. I'll have nothing fun to report on my end. <laughs> I know. I don't want to make you waste yeah, your fun stuff on my episode. But uh. Yeah, I mean, the most fun I've been having lately is season two of Our Flag Means Death came out. Mm. And I guess I was just in that right frame of mind where it was like the exact perfect thing that I needed. And so I watched the second season. I rewatched the first season, rewatched the second season again, and then have restarted the first season. So I'm clearly going through (laughs) a breakdown of some sort. (laughs) But it's fine. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, this week, sort of there's a similarity between my last episode and this 
episode because last week's episode was with uh, David Desmelchin. Mm. And what got me really hooked on him was his role as a first mate in The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Oh, right. Uh-huh. You remember that? And yes. then for the subject of our episode today, what got me really interested in him was his role as a first mate. Mm-hmm. I, so I think I'm going through my depressed seafaring man era. I'm not mad about it, but I just thought that was a funny. As I drove here today, I was like, wow, I'm in a phase for sure. And like I have a type. I have a new type, <laughs> which is specifically not the captain, but the first mate. Yeah, the captain has too much responsibility and mm. he couldn't like properly give me time. But the first mate, they've got a little more me time to give. So dude, don't even get me started on Con O'Neill. Do you know very much about Khan? I don't know. Well, you saw me earlier today when I was looking at Khan <laughs> O'Neill. I was like, is this Izzy? Because I've only seen the first season of Our Flags Mean Death. But with that facial hair, I don't recognize the guy. So I don't know if there's a chance <laughs> that I've seen movies with him in it. I think there will be just a few not recognize it. that I'll mention that you'll mm. ask me what like wait what he was in that he's kind of like a pedro pascal where when he has a shaved like clean shaven mm, face mm-hmm. he sometimes i'm like wait what what's mm-hmm. happening because i'm used to seeing them with both facial hair it's so. a very superman effect where i just cannot <laughs> like you are a different person to me yeah right it's like you wouldn't think it's just a small thing like oh you don't have a mustache anymore would change you but it does so the power of facial hair people. Anyway, we're going to talk about Khan. I'll give you a little bit of background. A lot of this information might be a little more vague than usual because really the only resource I had to pull from was Wikipedia. And that's not to say that I don't usually use Wikipedia, but usually I have a lot more interviews or yeah, video interviews or podcasts to pull from. I didn't have too many of those extra resources with Khan, but I will do the best I can for you. And hopefully it's accurate, (laughs) Wikipedia. All right, we're going to start at the beginning. Khan was born August 15th, 1966 in Weston, which is a seaside town in Somerset, England. It's like the southeast, or sorry, the southwest of England, two and a half hours from London. He was born to Irish parents. And at the age of 15... He sat down with his guidance counselor. You know, we all have that talk, like, what do you want to do when you grow up? And he said acting. And the counselor said, you can't do that. Would you like to join the army instead? What? And so Khan was very disappointed in that. Um, A few weeks later, he said the counselor, I guess, felt guilty about that and sent him a letter. But all that was in the letter was like, Rada, the, the name Rada, which is the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts. Oh. And I guess that was their way of being like, you could go here if you really want to act. And of course, 15 year old Khan is like, I don't even know what Rada is. So thanks. But yeah, not really. Uh, and he comes from a family that wasn't involved in the arts. So he's kind of on his own. He gets an opportunity to work at a theater in Liverpool called The Empire as an usher. And so he used that to watch the performances that were going on. And that was sort of his first education in theater and acting. And I'll give you a little fun fact. So, you know what? 
I'm going to save that fun fact okay. when we come to it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to keep you waiting. Anyway, Khan works as an usher at the Empire. He goes to the National Youth Theater, which is a theater initiative to develop young talent. And it's still around today. It's in London. It's for up and coming actors and it's really prestigious and it's very hard to get into. But Khan did that. He started his professional acting career at the Everyman Theater, a youth theater in Liverpool. In 1987, he goes on to star in the national tour of a musical called Blood Brothers. Hmm. It's a musical about fraternal twins separated at birth, one being raised by a wealthy family and another one a poor family. They grow up, they're friends. They don't know their brothers, I believe. I watched like half, okay, a third of this musical. Um... (laughs) The rich twin becomes successful, the poor one is unemployed and eventually in prison, they fall in love with the same woman, and then they both die. So it's a very... <laughs> Do they kill each other? I don't know. I okay. didn't get okay. that. Okay, okay, okay. My best. Anyway, he goes on to star in that. He's nominated for a Tony Award, which is super cool, mm. and he wins an Olivier Award for his performance. He starts his on-screen career in a few TV shows in the early 80s including an episode of a show called The Bill, which is a show similar to Law and Order. And so it like it runs for decades Mm. and it's about, um, you know, police officers. Mm -hmm. And so he gets his start like many actors do in The Bill. In 1990, he stars in his first feature role in a film called Dancing Through the Dark, which I got to watch. And it's based on a play called Stags and Hens which is also written by Willie Russell, who wrote the musical Blood Brothers that he had been in. Khan plays the lead singer in an up-and-coming band, and Khan does his own singing, and because obviously he's in musicals, he Mm -hmm. can sing, but that was a really fun watch because he's... I don't know if he's actually playing the guitar himself, Mm -hmm. but yeah, he's a super cool, like, yeah, guy in a band. In 1992, he stars in a play called The Fastest Clock in the Universe. It was performed at the Hampstead Theatre in London, and it was the first paid theatre role that Jude Law had. So we're getting some more actors in the mix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's starting out now. It's starting. Throughout the 90s and early 2000s, he does a lot of TV roles. I watched some compilations. I cheated. I watched people had compilations of his episodes of TV shows. Mm-hmm. So... I watched one from a show called Real Women, and it was the second season, so I was very confused, but it's him, and he's the husband of the main character, and they're about to have a baby, so at mm. first it was really cute, and then they have the baby, and of course, Khan's character's like, you're not paying attention to me, like, oh, our lives are changing. <laughs> he goes and has an affair. No. The late, I guess the wife sort of has an affair. I don't, I couldn't tell if it was an emotional affair or if they were actually you know fucking Mm -hmm. but anyway they confront each other and then it's sort of fine they're like it's fine and then they're a happy family again i gotta watch this whole show because i was so (laughs) confused in 2005 he stars in the west end in london in a play called tell star con plays the main character of joe meek a real life music producer and engineer who was really successful in the 1960s at first Joe is considered sort of this eccentric. Uh, He thought a lot of his songs that he wrote came to him from the ghost of Buddy Holly, uh, who was another Mm -hmm. singer. And eventually Joe's mental health declines so far that he kills his landlady 
Oh my gosh. So that was a play. And then in 2008, he stars in the feature based on the play. And that's called Telstar, the Joe Meek story. I got to watch that one as well. It was fun at first. And then it got really depressing. Yeah. Which I'm sensing a theme. (laughs) But I I got to watch that. If you want to watch it, it's on Tubi. Okay. Thank you, Tubi. Uh, In 2007, he stars in a movie. He doesn't star. He's got just this tiny role in a movie called Learners, which stars David Tennant. And it's a cute movie. It's about the main character. She desperately wants her driver's license, but she keeps failing. And so eventually she goes to a driving school and David Tennant is her driving instructor. Mm. They don't get together, but David Tennant gets together with the head of the driving school. But at first, the head of the driving school is having an affair with Khan's character. Okay, uh-huh. Uh, it's a fun movie, and David Tennant is really cute in it. Okay, I do need to watch more David Tennant movies. Yeah, he's sort of playing this very religious, like, not very religious, but he's just, like, a religious character who okay. <laughs> really wants a relationship, and it's not working out for Aww. him, and then... I won't spoil it for you. Okay, Anyway, okay. <laughs> that was a fun one. It's on YouTube. In 2011, he stars in a production of A View from the Bridge, an Arthur Miller play that is put on at the Royal Exchange Theatre in Manchester. He wins the Manchester Theatre Award for Best Actor. In 2012, he stars in a movie called Frank, which I really wanted to watch. I couldn't find it until late last night at 1am. Someone had uploaded it to Vimeo. So that is on my list to watch. Frank with Donald Gleason? No, it's oh, okay. not. I know, I was confused too. No, <laughs> It's not that one. Don't get it uh, confused with that one. But I will report back on that when I watch it. In 2013, he plays Paul in a Bible miniseries. Tell us about Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Specifically about Paul. Paul. A Bible miniseries? Yeah. On where? I don't know. What year? (laughs) I didn't watch 2013. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. What does Paul do again? I don't know. You cannot ask me this on a Sunday. Peter Paul. (laughs) On a Sunday. Move on. You go to church. (laughs) Move on now. We're going to move on and pretend we know what Paul does in the Bible. In 2014, he voices a video game character in Dark Souls 2. The character is Titchy Gru, which for all you video gamers out there, young men, do you play a video (laughs) game? Our friend Young Men, who maybe listens. In 2015, he stars in the 35th anniversary production of another Willie Russell play called Educating Rita. So they've got this cool working relationship that spans decades at this point, he and that playwright. In 2016, he joins the cast of a TV show called Happy Valley, which is a UK crime drama series that just ended. It had been on for a few seasons. In 2019, he has a supporting role in the TV show Chernobyl. Did you ever get to watch Chernobyl? Oh, no. Oh, okay. You got to watch it. It's really hard to watch. I was rewatching it last night to remember Khan's character and it's that first episode is really tough as are all of the episodes, but it's about the Chernobyl disaster and Khan plays Victor Brukin. Oh god, I'm going to butcher this Russian. <laughs> Brukhanov, the plant director at Chernobyl, who at first is like, everything's fine. Like, there's not radiation. And then, spoiler alert, there is. And so he goes to jail, his character, eventually for his involvement Mm -mm. in that. 
in 2020, he stars in a podcast called Kisses in the Dark, which I just finished the seventh and last episode, Driving Here, and I would highly recommend it. It's um, He plays sort of a vampire character living in Liverpool in England, and he befriends his downstairs neighbor, who's a woman who's in this sort of abusive relationship and... So I liked it a lot. If is it you, romance or is it It just, is romance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. <laughs> All right. Wow. So eight episodes total. Seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes each? Um, Like 35 to 50. So it was really good for my commute this mm-hmm. week. I wasn't mad at the traffic this week, which was really nice. So yeah, if you want to give it a listen. Okay. I yeah. Like it. I do love a good fiction narrative podcast. Me too. But I didn't realize... I feel like I'm finding out more and more these days, but this mm-hmm. one I haven't heard of. So he said Kisses in the Dark? Yes. Okay. I only found out because it was on his IMDb. Mm. And then when I was on Reddit searching for what people suggested I watch of cons, everyone suggested Kisses in the mm. Dark. But it is very gruesome. I don't want to spoil it, but it ends the way those things always end. Oh, no. <laughs> no, and it just reminds me that I have something wrong with me because I'm like, I don't want to spoil it. Okay, anyway, okay, you okay. watch it, and I'm just saying, if a vampire takes interest in you, wouldn't you? Oh, when you go along with if it, if he looks like Izzy, yeah, with the stubble mustache, I'm down. That's fair and game. He's a kind man, unlike my abusive fiance. Fiance, oh, at first he's her boyfriend, and then oh, no. he's like, I feel bad, I hit you. Let's get married. <laughs> Here, as an apology, now you're like locked into this relationship. (laughs) Yeah, it's very depressing, but there are a few episodes where I was like, this is some good romance. Oh, okay. So that was 2020. In 2022, he is the voice of the demigod boss Moog in Elden Ring, another video game. In 2022, he's the police chief in The Batman. Did you watch? You watched. We watched it together. (laughs) He's the police chief in the Batman. I knew you were going to hold up. <laughs> Pull up his picture right now. Wait, I only remember oh, what's his name, Jeffrey Wright. Yes, because he's Gordon. Yes, but Gordon is not. He's the police chief. It's the person. Is it? it it's his boss. Mm-hmm. Look him up. He looks really good. <laughs> the Batman. I promise I'll stop objectifying people. This entire podcast. <laughs> I know. Who do I think I am? Oh, it is him. It is. How did I not even put two and two together watching this? And it's so funny because we obviously watched the Batman and I remember him, but I didn't know. I don't think, I think I watched an interview with Khan and the same day the Batman came out, season one of Our Flag Means Death had also come out. Oh. So I didn't know Izzy yet, but I was like, hey, who's this guy? He's got a cool voice. Mm, Okay. (laughs) He looks great in a suit. And, um, okay, I'll get back to that fun fact now. So remember, (laughs) at the age of probably 17, he was working as an usher at this theater Mm -hmm. in Liverpool. Well, they filmed some of the Batman in Liverpool, and one of his scenes takes place right outside. You can, he said you could see that theater that he used to work at in the background. So I thought that was so cute. Full circle. Full circle. Oh, that's so cute. What would be your, where you worked that 
if you like made it and they would what's what do you associate the most with your youth the job that you had that's hard either it would have to be like the ucla extension uh-huh <laughs> building you go to ucla and film a scene or, outside or the tar pit because that's right oh. outside my current workplace that's more cinematic yeah let's <laughs> go there instead <laughs> let's climb in the tar pit Mine... specifically maybe even the starbucks next to the tar pit <laughs> the movie is just sponsored by starbucks mm-hmm. pink drinks for everyone Mine would be the movie theater that I worked at right. through high school and college. Marcus Point Cinema, Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Is this still there? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hopefully it never leaves. It's just, yeah, it's like a big movie theater. It didn't get bought out? No. No. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Midwest, there are a lot of, the chain is called Marcus. Oh, okay. And our specific one was called Point Cinema. Mm. And... Yeah, so wouldn't that be a fun full circle? That would be. Let's make it happen, Jude. Yes, yes. Okay, and so in 2022 as well, Our Flag Means Death Season 1 comes out, and Khan plays Blackbeard's first mate, Izzy Hands. In 2023, the second season just came out, and I'm so mad that you haven't watched it. (laughs) You're the only person I see. I have no one to talk about it with. <laughs> you literally have friends. You tell me that you're meeting people. I have no friends. And I'm friends. pretty sure they would watch it. Or that they have watched it. Uh, my coworkers are all men. And they were like, I, I don't know. I watched it. And I'm like, but are you insane like me? And do you love it so much? And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, ah, I hate working with men. <laughs> they never obsess over anything. But yeah, so please. Yeah, there's a specific scene. And again, I sound like... I have a problem because Izzy took off his shirt. and We can just watch that one episode out. Oh <laughs> but you'll be in the dark. It's like me watching that real women show where Khan and his pregnant wife are having affairs. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Give me about 10 years just like Breaking Bad and I'll slowly Jesus catch Christ. up. <laughs> My God. I don't know why you put off things that will I know will make you happy. Uh, Breaking Bad has not been making me happy. Okay, well, it'll make me happy if you watch. Oh. Our Flag Means Death Season 2 would make you happy, especially uh, Izzy's character arc. Mm-hmm. It's basically his season, and he sings in it. Wow, this guy and sings a lot. He <laughs> He's a singer. Yeah. Anyway, I was just saying, if you want to not be depressed like me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cry for help. Help me. Uh, okay, the next project that he has on the slate is called The Way of the Wind, which is a Terrence Malick film about the life of Jesus. <laughs> and it's a really good cast. It's Khan, John Reese davies Ben Kingsley, Aidan Turner, Mark Rylance, and Matthias uh, Sconarts, who's the hot guy from that... Uh... <sighs> God, I was going to... I always say Uma Thurman when I think for Mad Max. Who's the hot guy in Mad Max? <laughs> I'm trying to think of the actress right now. Blonde. She the has no hot- hair in Mad Max. Oh, Charlize Theron? Yeah. Theron? The one, oh, the old guard. Matthias Skonarts is in the old ah, guard. Ah, ah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, who's hot in Mad Max? Everyone? I mean, only Charlize is really hot. Fact. Charlize, you didn't like Immortan Joe? <laughs> Maybe next up will be like um Nicholas Holt and his silver metallic spray. You didn't we, you didn't want to be one of the wives of, of Joe. 
Oh my god, didn't they run over one of the wives? I think it was the pregnant one. Yeah, right? She like they sacrificed herself. I think they cut out the baby and then they just left her for dead. And I think the baby dies. I don't remember. Oh my god. <laughs> I just remember nobody looked hot except Charlize. You didn't like Max? Tom Hardy? Yeah. He doesn't really talk. It's he perfect. doesn't. <laughs> he just sits there and looks good. Yeah, I mean, he's handsome, but I don't think Tom Hardy is necessarily my type per se. Because he's very, like, a buff guy okay. versus me. Like, Nicholas Holt would be the closest because he's, like, so <laughs> lanky and kind of, like, this mm-hmm. awkward, bodied man. Like, <laughs> Watch your mouth. Watch my mouth. Tom Hardy will come and fucking beat me up. <laughs> he's, well, although I would say this, I love him in uh, um, interviews. I love oh, his energy yeah, yeah, in yeah. interviews because it's so low-key and kind of yeah. don't give a single fuck. <laughs> I love it. Have you ever listened to his, like, bedtime? He'll read a bedtime story. What? Tom Hardy. I don't know if it was through the BBC, but every celebrity has done it where they read bedtime stories. This is news to me. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. Who? You mean I can be, like, falling asleep to the yeah. sound of the people? Yes. I like? Of course. Oh, my gosh. It's 2023. You could do whatever you what want. Did, wh- why did you fucking tell me this before? I thought you knew. <laughs> you know I don't know a lot of things. Okay. I don't know what to do with you anymore. <laughs> anyway, go listen to that, and I feel like your whole perception of him will change. Okay. I mean, I do like him as a person. I think just, like, physical yeah. attraction-wise. Okay. Mad Max, everyone was fucking <laughs> suffering at the movie. You know, that's what I like. <laughs> Although, I would say the closest time where I'm like, wow, he's really attractive. It's when he was in Venom, and he's, like, <laughs> down on his <laughs> And I'm oh, like, no. I like this. <laughs> All right, we're gonna move past that. Right, please, okay, let's not delve into that. Let's not. Yeah, that's for your therapist, not me. Uh, <laughs> okay, the way of the wind. So it's a story of the life of Jesus. Khan is playing a character called Enoch. Is that oh, someone uh-huh. from the Bible? Yes. Who's that? Don't ask me questions. <laughs> you asked. You act like you knew who was. I know Enoch is real. Can you do you remember anything about? Why that you bring in Eric and oh, maybe Let's have a guess. <laughs> really. Hey Eric, can you come here for a minute? I need your biblical expertise. I missed church. <laughs> you missed the. Okay, can you tell me who's the character of Enoch in the Bible? Oh shit, this is still recording. <laughs> we need it. Oh, can you tell us who Paul is? <laughs> The Which disciple, one? the disciple. Who he is? That yeah. Because you know, um. Oh my God. Why Who, do none of us know? Oh, uh, how do we go to church? <laughs> Why do I zone out during <laughs> sermons? Well, there's Paul, a Paul who became Paul from Saul. Right. And then there's. There's another Paul. <laughs> no, there's another Paul who's. Saint Paul. Who baptized. All right. No, I feel like. Well, no, but you're talking about disciple Paul, yeah. mm-hmm. so not the Baptist Paul. Yeah. Because Baptist Paul was before Jesus' before time. Jesus, yeah. So, but Paul did not deny Jesus three times. That's Peter. Mm-hmm. Right. I know that from Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, okay. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Enoch though. Who's he? Enoch. You better not put. <laughs> no one listens. It's fine. <laughs> 
Don't say that. <laughs> Wait, Enoch. What did Enoch do? I know. <laughs> I know he's in the Bible. Can we? Th- Oh my god. Oh my god. Why did we not look it up? I thought you guys knew the Bible. <laughs> it's the only reason I'm friends with you because you know the Bible. Read it out loud. <laughs> oh, is Enoch the one who lived the longest? I don't know about the longest. He definitely lived long. Why does he live so long? It says in. Well, everybody in Genesis. <laughs> Damn. So it says in the book of Genesis says Enoch lived 365 years before he was taken by God. Wow, it's too long. Wait. Oh, he's the guy who or in the interpretation is that he's the one who entered heaven while alive cuz I think oh. God called him and okay. he just walked up to to heaven. <laughs> you called So me? he didn't die. So he or he didn't pass. He just actually just as a living human just went to heaven. Okay. That's the tale. So he never died. He just went to heaven. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. I don't want to die. <laughs> Can I just walk into heaven? That is the dream. I don't want to go through anything deathly. Yeah. I just want to be like, you know what? I think it's high time that after, I go. <laughs> after 365 years. We have to ask, is Khan religious? Or is it just by chance that he's playing these religious roles? I am not sure. I, I'm sure that someone from his generation especially in like a working class England setting, probably is raised Mm. Catholic. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he still practices, but it's a Terrence Malick film. So I'm sure it's like, it's about Jesus. Okay. (laughs) I don't care if if he asked me and he's like, you want to be in this Bible movie? Like, I don't know anything, Mm. but maybe he only hired people who knew about the Bible. I don't know. I don't know. So Khan is doing that. And he's also going to be in an episode of a show called SAS Rogue Heroes, which stars one of your dudes, Alfie Allen. (gasps) (laughs) Alfie Allen. Yeah, I hadn't heard from Alfie in a while. I know. I don't see him enough. Yeah. Well, watch that show. He looked pretty good on the poster. Okay. But that's all I have for you. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's definitely a career that is very well balanced just in the sense that it seems like sometimes actors they'll start in theater and then they sort of just switch completely to film and tv but it seems like Khan was able to find time for both of them so that was really cool and he even though he went to that national youth theater i think he never went to actual drama school mm. like at college setting so that's really cool that he was able to achieve this level of fame <laughs> uh-huh. without a formal, like a truly formal education in theater. So, yeah. Well, so you've seen The Batman. I have, but apparently not close enough. I've seen it twice because I had to watch right. it again for Andy Serkis. Yes, and I was rewatching it last night. I wish I had known about... I only found out about the thing about the theater that he worked at as mm. a kid this morning. So now I'm going to have to rewatch it again <laughs> just to get a glimpse of that theater. But I really like the Batman. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, cool when all of these characters or these character actors pop up. 
I'm a little sad because I think the original plan, what HBO does is they'll have like a Warner Brothers movie. So, you know, they did Suicide Squad and then they had the Peacemaker show on HBO and then they did that with another movie and then had a TV series. And then I think for the Batman, they were going to have a Gotham PD show. Oh, really? And I don't know if Khan was supposed to be in it, but I kind of feel like he was if he was the police chief. Mm. But then they sort of shelled that in favor for um, the Penguin show that's coming out. With Colin? Yeah. Oh. And then I, I don't know if it's still happening, but at first it was like, we're not doing Gotham PD, we're doing an Arkham Asylum show, which uh. would have been sweet. But mm-hmm. I haven't heard, I think the Penguin took precedent. So... Yeah, that would have been cool to see Khan in Gotham PD, but on to the next. So, yeah, anything that you would want to watch now that you know more about Khan? I do want to see, well, I definitely want to listen to the podcast because that yeah. premise is right up my alley. Mm-hmm. But I also want to hear him sing because I guess because he has yeah. a very unique voice. Beautiful voice, but yeah. When he sings, you know, certain people, when they speak and when they sing, it's mm-hmm. like a transition transition it's different sure <laughs> do you know what i'm talking about no <laughs> it's like the way adele speaks uh, versus oh, right, like right, when right. she sings and it's you're like, like that's adele yeah, yeah you're like wow so i was wondering if it's the same way with when izzy sings because his voice when he talks is very unique it's still very like raspy mm. but it's like a very sweet okay because oh you gotta watch <laughs> season two it's just when he comes out it's uh. you're used to this like gruff character who is like i hate you all and mm. then he comes out and he sings a lovely beautiful song and it's a uh, yeah so he's got it's like it's still raspy so you can still kind of tell it's him but it's very sweet and i think he would like dancing dancing through the dark the one where he plays the mm-hmm. guy in the band and the song from that was really catchy i was like oh i could listen to this song. okay <laughs> but I believed him as a, a singer in a rock band. He looks like a singer. Yeah. He kind of has that vibe going on. Yeah, Especially with a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> well, in he's super young in Dancing Through the Dark. So he's like a baby face, clean mm. shaven. But he's got like an earring. And then the characters see him wearing these like almost cowboy boots. But it's a small town there. And so they're like, what the fuck are you doing wearing <laughs> those boots? And he's like, I don't know. I just like them. And- <laughs> you think you're better than us so yeah it was kind of a depressing movie as well wrapped in like a fun movie because it's about this group of women going on a bachelorette party and the main character used to date Khan's character and so she runs into him throws a whole wrench in things they go to the club where he's performing but the the groom-to-be his bachelor party also shows up at the same club and so now it's like the girl who's about to be married is like, maybe I want to be with Khan again. Oh, does Khan want to be with her? Yeah, he's like, that oh. was the love of my life. Is that the main focus of the story? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Give it a watch. It's also on YouTube. I love oh. all these people uploading things to YouTube. That is so nice. Yeah, thank you, whoever you are. And would you say Izzy is still your favorite? Oh, yeah. Out of everything you've seen so far, including the vampire man? <laughs> I love the vampire man, but I think Izzy 
you always remember your first love, you know, <laughs> for whatever actor. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, there's something about a gruff first mate who <laughs> secretly just wants to be loved. Uh-huh. But it's like, okay, well, this is it. Yeah. But I really liked, I don't know. Again, he's, again, he's David Dasmalchin. He's all those great character mm-hmm. actors who you're like, you show up and I want, I want you to be in this whole thing. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, they're there for, they do their thing. They're great. They're there for 10 minutes. And then we're back to whoever. And it's like, well, I want to stay with that guy. But for the flags mean death. Is it flag? Is it singular? Our flag. Our Mm -hmm. flag means death. For that one, was there a musical episode in the first season? In the first season? No, there's kind of an episode where they lure like this other ship onto the their ship and they are trying to scare them but they put on sort of like a play mm. it's not a musical though okay there there's a character Frenchie who sometimes sings but it's not like everyone breaks into song or anything it's just and yeah so it's never like a fully musical Mm-mm. episode but it was just this scene where he sings is it just him singing mm-hmm Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not like a musical episode, kind of like yeah. in Riverdale, as I heard, where they just like have a musical mm. episode. Okay. <laughs> not yet. Wait for season three. There's going to be more? Of Our Flag Means Death? Uh-huh. Uh, I believe season three will be the last. Okay. Judith, the episodes are like 20 minutes. I don't have HBO. I do. <laughs> and yet you haven't offered it to I, me. You didn't ask me. <laughs> I... Would recommend that you watch that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I still need to watch Chernobyl. You should. I feel like Young Min and I were trying to get you to watch yeah. it years ago. <laughs> years ago, very much. I think that's the... Was that the kind of the show that kind of had HBO Max pop off? Yeah, it was like Craig Mazin. That was right. what got him to pop off too. Because everyone's mm-hmm. like, you write scary movie. And then he's like, watch this. And he wrote Chernobyl. And it was like, like, I'm oh my sad. <laughs> Yeah. I was just watching it last night thinking the amount of research that had to go into it. I was like, this is so exhausting, mm-hmm. but worth it. So maybe Khan could be in The Last of Us Season 2. Do another you, Craig Mazin show. Do you know which character? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying you can Are find you a character. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. I was thinking of what role I would like to see him in because he plays a villain really well. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to typecast him in that way. But once again, I'm going to say I want him in a Western. <laughs> or I was thinking of my own scripts and I was like casting him in my script. So uh-huh. in the the one that you read for our writers group, uh-huh. there's a character called Kaz who's like oh. in the, it's a Fast and Furious slash Mad Max feature and he's in the crew but he's sort of a gruff mentor type to the main character but again heart of gold underneath all that gruffness he looks like a kaz yeah he looks like a kaz and then i've got the other feature i'm working on for nano i need an evil overlord character it's like the only man in the script so I have a good and a bad mm. you're like the christopher nolan <laughs> you just keep recasting i'm loyal to my yeah i mean that's good actors. Yeah. Wouldn't you be loyal? Wouldn't you want to cast the same people? Or would you get tired of it? That'd be great if I could cast the same people. That would just mean that they like working with me. Who would be your one actor 
Who would be the Killian Murphy to your Christopher Nolan? Hmm, that's a good question. You can only pick one. Only one. Only one person child. wants to work with me. <laughs> well, you get the one, and then slowly you gather mm-hmm. the rest of your posse. Huh. Only one. Mm-hmm. Who do you love the most? Oh my god. <laughs> Who do I love the most? It's hard. It changes like day to day with me. I'll tell you who. Bill Skarsgård. Wow, really? Uh-huh. Okay. I feel like he's a very... He's quite the character actor, too, for mm-hmm. me. Yes. Like, I'm thinking about it. Thinking about... What's that? Atomic Blonde. Yes. Uh-huh. So, kind of that kind of mood going on for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It'd be great if I could have Steven Yeun, too. You can only have one. I'll have Steven Yeun, then. Oh, my God. <laughs> You are so fickle. I am not loyal. <laughs> How can you ask for loyalty from your actors if you're not loyal to Shit, them? Shit, I don't know. Oh no. Okay, that's your final answer. I'm thinking back to what I even write to begin with. What do I even write? Right. I could see um, Bill being, because you write about like death a lot, right? <laughs> that is my. He theme. looks close to death, and I love it. Don't I get want me wrong. Right beyond death, but I cannot. It's we grip on me is strong. Something about the action, the cyberpunk one. Mm-hmm. He would fit right into that one too. He would, and then my the cult with the music, right? Which actually, guiltily, I think about Boyd Holbrook a lot when I write <laughs> my character. Oh my god! You cannot throw in a third man into the. So mix. my answer is Stephen Yeun. <laughs> Bill Skarsgård, uh-huh. <laughs> Boyd Holbrook. I would say, I don't know. I just love a good... Okay, <laughs> fuck. I'll go with Boyd Holbrook. Just because I know for a fact I wrote him. He's actually side-eye. Oh, really? He, like, <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. He's side-eye, and then mm-hmm. he's also... In the cult one, he's also the one, the cult. One of the cult members, too. Okay. So sure, sure, sure. I think of him a lot, but that's mostly because I think of Corinthian a lot. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't? Got shamed a little last time at work <laughs> oh, for really? talking about Chris. I was just talking about, like, who saw him like, don't you think Corinthian is really hot? They're like, <laughs> the guy with teeth for mouth? Or no, 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 teeth for eyes. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and see, you work with a lot of women too, right? I do, yeah. And I see, I would expect better from them, but maybe. <laughs> no, this is from some... a man, actually. He was oh, like, okay. what well, a Corinthian. I, I mean, he came I around expect. to the idea later. He's like, yeah, no, I can see. He was just like taken aback. Yeah, okay. Mm. No, I. some of my proudest moments at work are educating mm. the men that I work with. Like, they're like, you think that's sexy? I'm like, let's sit down. <laughs> I'm going to tell you all about it. And then they're like, I get it. Mostly to shut me up. (laughs) You didn't watch One Piece, but I definitely talked about the clown character. With I shared the clown (laughs) image with my team, Mm -hmm. and I asked him like, "Do you think he's handsome?" (laughs) And a lot of people were like, "This guy is a clown." (laughs) And then somebody else came in clutch and was like, "Oh, I get it, because he's not handsome, but he's attractive because he has like this very animalistic." magnetism to him and i'm like sure yeah you know what that's what it is. can you show me him again yeah and that's fine oh look. <laughs> look at him let me see that face oh look at him brooding <laughs> and he's a pirate you know i he's love a that pirate. i really kind of want to dress up as him next time <laughs> 
He's so... I don't know. I just think he's a very fun character, but without makeup... I gotta see him swagger around a little bit. Aw. My guy was right. It is an animalistic magnetism <laughs> going on with Buggy. Yeah. So now men will just be all dressing as clowns next year. My new type. Yes. They clown. Know the go crazy for it. <laughs> How far we've fallen. <laughs> Teenage me would have been like... Oh, I'm attracted to clowns. What? I know. But he kind of gives me the crow vibes. So yes. I'm not too surprised. Yes. And that's like fry boys. Like you look like yes. the crow. Yeah. So you're not really a clown to me. You're the crow. Yes. But... Not really a clown. The clown will be Pennywise for me. That's a clown. That is literally. <laughs> that is a clown to the T. Yes. And I got to be honest. I'm not attracted to him. I, that's. That's, that's my fair. That's no, that's I, I'm not attracted to Pennywise either. That's not what you told me the other day. Hey, shut the fuck up, Al. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No, everyone's attracted. You seem I've I've seen some fanfiction. There are not enough fanfics fanfics of Pennywise. Of Pennywise so I, I need I more of that. Really? I haven't delved deep into the fandom, but I feel like people are so thirsty for. I guess I also cannot man. fathom how to write a fanfic for Pennywise for a creature that consumes children. Uh, looking like he does. I've written for characters where they have pretty much no redeemable feature in the actual piece of work they're in, but that's the beauty of writing is I can make them as soft as I want. I'll fix them. I can fix I you. I can fix the or, or we're just not gonna we're not gonna mention that you eat children. Not in this fic. Who cares? Yes, you've changed since you've met me. You, I have changed you for the better and you no longer eat children. Okay. <laughs> so you've been reading Izzy fanfics? I read a few. I've been very I'm so busy at work the No, seriously, when I get home I'm like I don't know what's happening, but it's on the list for when I get a spare moment is to, there weren't a lot, but that was at the beginning of season two. And I feel mm. like people really went crazy for him. Like even the people who didn't like his character in the first season were like, oh my God, I, he's changed me. So I bet I log back on now and there's a ton. What are you going to say? <laughs> I'm slightly convinced because Izzy was actually my favorite character from yeah. Our Flag Means Death. I didn't really like the romance between the, what is it, Steady? Like that. <laughs> Steed, Steed and Ed. Yeah. Stead or whatever the whatever the ship name is. I think that like push and pull, I was not too intrigued by it. I was just like, You're gonna oh my God, I just, <laughs> I just need this to be over with. Like, oh please just God. get together. Like, I can't do this. How are you so different from me? I'm ashamed of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay. I think, and I'm not just saying this. I think if you watch season two, you'll feel differently. Okay. And I'm, I'm a little I'm skeptical because I still hate Breaking Bad well into season two. <laughs> okay. Well, they're two very different <laughs> shows. So if you want something a little lighter, that's only like 25 minutes in an eight episode season. Okay. I think you're going to sign into HBO on your way out. (laughs) That's all you're using me for. Uh, Any roles for Khan in your features that you come on, let's cast this baby. But actually, I would say Khan would be a great person to cast and very unique Mm -hmm. characters because he's very like I'm trying to think. I know. Pedro Pascal was 
Big Jack in my script. Yeah. But I can almost see Khan being Big Jack, to be honest. They've got, again, it's the facial hair. It's They got similar vibes going. He looks like he would go around killing family members, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely man in real life. Uh, yes. He could definitely play. I'll kill your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He plays both. Like, I think I watched enough where I saw him on both spectrums of, like, lovely man and then just, like, killer. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Big Jack. Big Jack. If a lovely man. Then remember in, um, oh, my God, The Other Daughter. Did you read that script? Did I even send it to you? It's the one, like, the doppelganger where they travel to a parallel universe. You did. You did. Okay. And then there's that father figure. Yeah. Who's, who... Who I cast Benicio as. <laughs> I think, like, Khan can also play someone like that. Okay. Or maybe just a dad himself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Khan as a dad. He was at the Grove the other day. Because they the did the fuck? premiere of um, the new Taika movie, mm. Next Goal Wins. Uh-huh. And it was, like, the day after we had been at the Grove. I was like, fuck off. <sighs> God damn it. I live in L.A. and I, I never fucking... see anyone. How do how do we find out these things? We hang out at the Grove, I guess, all day, every day. I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to just go work at, you know, I'll work on my writing at the Grove. Because I feel like people pop up in Century City Mall, too. Yeah. But we go there, too. <laughs> but not... <laughs> they hear we're coming and they're like, shit, can I... <laughs> like, shit, cancel everything. What oh, the hell? Yeah, so at I don't Grove? know how we... Oh. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. End you go this hang out at Century City. I'll go hang out at the Grove. We'll have walkie talkies. Damn, that oh, is I think cool. they're doing a movie premiere. Oh. <laughs> the Taylor Swift premiere was at the yes. Grove. I didn't realize we were using the Grove for movie premieres now. I didn't know too. Maybe Hollywood Boulevard's so over. I can see that. And it cuts down on traffic to be at the Grove. So True. I would want my movie premiere to be at the Grove. I love the Grove. I like Century City Mall. I love Century City. So I would do Century City. Okay. And the parking lot is bigger. <laughs> All the people can come to our premiere. Yeah. Okay. I just want to do it Christmas time. Because yes. then everybody will be there and I get too mad. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, we'll keep writing so we can have more roles for con we're gonna have a wall it's like one of those kind of like investigation <laughs> yeah. walls we'll put a pin yarns. in this and a string goes over here to like, the script who will play who <laughs> that's how you do it baby all right well thanks so much for giving this extensive research about con well thanks for listening and thanks to con who yeah that the character of izzy has really gotten me through the past few weeks oh and a really rough time at work so oh. Thanks a lot. Uh, Yeah, thanks for listening. And until next time, stay insatiable. My dudes. Bye. Bye.